What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know what's hard, I think, is to look back. I was trying to do this this morning to look back at Super Bowls and remember how hyped you were going into that game? Personally? Yeah, well, for example, like, uh, last year's Super Bowl was great. I'm pretty sure I was fired up about that game going in. I think I was. But I'm just looking back. I'm having trouble. Like, I remember how I felt going into Ravens-Niners. I don't quite remember how I felt going into... Did you have a radio show for that game? Yes. So that added a lot of hype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the most, I mean, the, the, when it came here again, a little biased cause we felt it, we were working on radio row. I ended up going to the game, but just, you could, the buildup of it just being in this area felt, I mean, it felt big. They rarely. Uh, even, yeah. I mean, I being there, it was pretty sweet. I was going to say, rarely are these games not built up in a way that you, that feels real. Right. But I, I do think like you lived in the city I was coming to the city every day. You felt the kind of the juice in the city. There were just a lot of people there on that main street. Now it was opposite where you live, but it, it was and nowhere near the actual Super Bowl. But yeah, yeah, there was a there was kind of just a, a vibe to it. I, I yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's tough. There is not fatigue, but I mean, the Patriots are at this point now where they basically just become the Yankees. So it's just it. it adds to big TV ratings and stuff, but I, I it's hard to like, what other storyline are you going to give me about fucking Belichick or Tom? You know, we, we've heard it all. So part of it is when you have a clash of the two, like whenever you get Peyton hadn't been there forever. So like when he made it and then the Seattle made it, like there's just not some crazy storylines with this game because one of the team literally does not have storylines. 
It's like, stop calling yourself underdogs. Like, that's the storyline. Like, no one believes you guys. Right? But like, does I it think matter? that's part of it. But I also think the point of being an underdog is that if you believe it and it value, it's a value for you. Well, I, what, I'm not saying they don't. You're just saying it it's why people they, are tired of them. Like you guys yeah, are the favorites. Like, Stop acting like you're not the favorites. I'd argue in the last like ten years, again, little biased here. The Harbaugh brother Super Bowl is like an old timer, right? Yes. We had brothers coaching against each other, and one of them was like a legit kind of loon, you know. And the other one's sneaky crazier too, but he at least kind of plays off as normal. Like the Harbaugh family, like that's that's an all-time Super Bowl storyline, is yeah. it not? Yeah, the different John Blinks, I think, is probably the main difference between the two of them. But Bro, I, it was I wild. Saw, they did the press conference with their parents. I, I saw a picture it's insane back in the day of, uh, you know, the we always loved doing the breakdown of the coaches photo, and yeah. it was like 11 or 12, and Jim was wearing the outfit. Like everyone's wearing normal clothes. It's and it's just like you forget what a loon Like at he a is. family reunion or something. Yeah, it's like, Jim, why are you – he has the hat on. But wasn't there like an HBO, you know, thing on them and they go to Gettysburg or something and Jim is is wearing the outfit? You're saying the two of them. Yeah, wasn't there like a fa- – like a, I think it was like an HBO Real Sports and it's like the whole family is like going to Gettysburg. I, I'm sure that's possible. Or something like that, right? And it's, or maybe it was like Arlington Cemetery. I don't know. It wasn't Arlington. It might have been Gettysburg. And like Jim is in, I think, I, I got to go back and watch, find this, but I'm pretty sure Jim was on, in some level of the outfit. Maybe not fully tucked into khakis, but. Now, one thing, and I think people are tired of it a little bit, like one kind of storyline watching the Goodell press conference earlier this week, and just something that hasn't died really is the Saints getting screwed. Like there is usually, if there's some carryover from one of the games, like something crazy happens, that can kind of keep you. This one, it's like, we're all just kind of tired of it. Even yeah. Sean Payton was like, it's not going to change. Right. Because I, I was thinking about the year after the Harbaugh Bowl, we had Seattle got in, and that was like the Crabtree-Richard Sherman thing. Like that kind of carries for a couple weeks mm-hmm. on top of Payton versus Russell Wilson and Pete. Also, it's like, Marshawn won't talk to the media. Is he so, the worst human yeah, alive? I mean, I don't think we got anything close to that going on right now. Yeah. No, but we got this game, and it's a good game. And uh, uh, the Patriots are still two-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you think of this game? Let's. We have not – we've talked about – we'll talk about a few different things, elements of this game. But what do you just think – do you still feel good about the Patriots winning the football game? I, I saw Steve Young on PTI the other day, and uh, it's like, God, the Patriots are better. You know, they got Brady Belichick. He's like – we all like it, it was it was kind of common knowledge at the beginning of the year everyone's like god the rams are really sweet. Now it's like we're trying to find excuses like they're just really good. They've been good from the start, they've been good to the finish. He's like they went on the road to New Orleans. We just saw it. Now they got a little lucky with a call or whatever, but they were getting their ass kicked and then they came storming back. Like they are elite. You know, they are a damn good team. And I start thinking Patriots are good, but you know, I is it crazy to think the Rams might win this? You know, I, I've been going back and forth. Like, from a gambling standpoint, you just bet on them just because, like, the entire country of gamblers are betting on the Patriots. So I would take the two and a half. But I'm starting to think, like, is Sean McVay just going to be a Super Bowl champ here in 48 hours? It feels like it, even though I kind of think the, I think the Patriots are going to win. But it does. what you just said feels really real to me. I, if I said it, if I gave you this situation... The Patriots play Somebody, in weird Super Bowls. They do, which means this situation probably won't come true, but here's the situation. Somebody wins this game by two touchdowns, 
that would be a, the Patriots and their eight Super Bowls have all been one score games. Right. So it's, it would be an abnormality. So somebody wins this game by two touchdowns. Which one feels like it'd be easier to believe won it by two touchdowns? Uh, your answer could be I have I can't even picture that. That's, I, that's I don't an okay know. Yeah, it's, I, it's hard for me to picture that because I, I've seen like the Patriots clearly don't die. Like they they could be down thirty to nothing. They're going to keep swinging. The Rams, I, I got to give them some credit. They earned, you know, some equity in that game that they just played in because they were getting mollywopped. And I was like, God, this is fucking blowout city. And they just, so they didn't flinch on the road. So I, I, I find it hard to believe, guy. I do too. The answer for me, just in my, my stomach, is that if somebody wins by two touchdowns, it's the Rams. The um, Patriots have come out flat before, right? It happened three years ago or two. I mean, that took when a miracle. The Falcons, you talk about a miracle. That was a miracle. Uh, and I also just think, like, are you going to beat, like, to your point, the Patriots have been in all these close ones. Are they going to, it could be as simple as who has the ball last and you would trust it maybe because of what the Rams did against the Saints. They just got to get in position and they can be from down two to kick in the game-winning field goal. That could happen. Um, but I just I, feel I do, like close, I, I do think Jared has gonna, some qualities that work for the Super Bowl. Just I mean, being his, calm, not being too excited. Yeah, he... he a lot of people pretend to be somebody. Like if you're an athlete, you emulate somebody, and you tend to emulate somebody who has some of the qualities that you value. Now, Joe Montana just was an all-time great, so that's an easy one for a lot of people running around wanting to be Joe Montana and don't have the qualities. But I do think that, I don't think there's nothing to the idea that Jared's favorite player was Joe Cool. Like I don't think that's nothing. And and it, when you interact with Jared or you hear the stories about him or you see him interact, you go. There is just this low-key kind of easy-to-get-along-with thing going on here that, yeah, I buy if you tell me there's a story about golf in the huddle just being chill in the pressure pack moment. I think that's him being him. Like, I do think that's who he is. I thought you were going to tell a story about, like, farting or something. Did you see those photos from Chicago? (laughs) No, what? Apparently when you fart in, like, minus 50, it crystallizes on the back of your pants. Now, maybe I'm getting Mike Francesa here, and that's fake. But I saw a few of those photos circulating uh, Wednesday on Twitter. Like when you fart in minus twenty-five, you know it, it creates a, a mark, like a well, crystallized you mark thing. on your pants. John Middlecoff's going to look that up when we uh, when we sign off this bad boy. I'll send you. I'll send you one of the uh, things right now. But yeah, I mean, I I think it's a great. I just think it's a pretty good Super Bowl because it feels like. Now I guess you you probably argue all fucking Super Bowls feel going into it. I mean, you're getting two really good teams. Uh, but I'm starting to think like it's not going to be as crazy if, if the Rams win. And I'd say it, it'd be of all the Super Bowl winners in recent memory. I mean, Philly, it was crazy because of Foles. But looking back, I mean, they were the one seed. They, their team was stacked. It's not like they had this overachieving bunch. And they had been such an elite franchise forever, right? Like the Rams kind of just come out of nowhere. It'd be a little Warriors-like right well they went zero to 60 pretty fast but but they were a very popular once we got to this preseason before this year they were a very popular super bowl champion but it but it had just happened from last year yeah like they went from being nothing to something quick you're right they did have the year buffer it's not like they won at year one but i i just think the overall like for the league if you were looking at it from a big picture standpoint and we talked a little bit about it wednesday from the niner standpoint you'd probably want the Rams to win yeah, because it'd be huge for your market in L.A. 
The Patriots are clearly going to be really good next year. Like you said, Brady's in that rare fucking group of guys that lost back-to-back Super Bowls. So that adds a little storyline. He's going to be the first guy to lose three straight. You know, underdogs. Uh, did it, it'd be kind of big for the league to like? Did you say this the other day that you think McVay is kind of one of the face of the league, and you're not yeah. wrong? Yeah. Like, he, it, you, it would be undeniable if he wins this game, especially if they had like part of Philly special. It feels like like Doug got credit, Nick got credit. But it was like a moment for Philly. Like Philly shined, right? The Eagles. Philly special. The Eagles did it. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of a group effort. Like if if McVay does a quote-unquote Philly special to like double pass to Goff to Higby to Woods, McVay, it'll be McVay. It'll be the brilliance of this of this 33-year-old next Bill Walsh. It's all, we already kind of consider him that, but it'd be undeniable with Super Bowl, right? I think if we had like a, a, a like one of those bubbles where the, the the words that get mentioned the most are the biggest word bubbles. I guess I guess Doug got credit for Philly special. Word he wrote cloud. a book. He did, but but then but Foles was a big part of it, and Trey Burton threw the pass, and he got paid. Out, and then, Nick yeah. wanted to be the one to call it, and I I agree with what you're saying. Like this is not about long suffering fans at all. Like that's you know this is not the Cubs. This is not Philly. This is nobody believed in our city. Like no one believes in our town. This has nothing to do with any of that. This is people who just became a Rams fan two years ago getting a gift. Um, this is about Stan Kroenke's big bet paying off. But uh, I think if we had like a word cloud, McVay would be one of the five most said words around the NFL this year. I mean, it's just he's a star. He's a star. Well, and and he's going to be whether they win or lose this thing. But if they win it, it's going to be an unstoppable force. You know, when is. Walsh kind of became – by the time we were like – Sports fans, he was already an established all-time great. But even when they won first and then his kind of legend grew in the 80s, he was old, right? He didn't get the job. Part of it was like it took him forever to get – like he had gray hair. I think he was like 60 years old, right? Maybe 59 or whatever when he got the job. He did not get the job at 40. Like his big rival, I'd probably say, in the 80s was Parcells. Like they became in the mid-80s like – I heard on Russo yesterday he was interviewing some guy that covered Parcells and was just giving great stories about him and Walsh's rivalry. For a long time, like, Walsh kind of looked down upon Parcells. Like, he was this young, brash Jersey guy, younger, right, like 40. Walsh was like 60 and putting his time forever. But then then Parcells and Bill started kind of kicking his ass. They got after him a couple times in playoff games. So then Walsh kind of had to fucking dip his – like, this – they had a mutual respect. Like at first, Parcells was like, "That's the guy I'm gunning for," right? He had already been on chop a couple times, uh, and then he finally took him down. But it was fascinating. Like Parcells was kind of this—he wasn't quote unquote sexy because he was kind of chubby. But you, he, but he was this younger guy. You know that part of it is youth. Like, do you have a lot of staying power, right? Well, and it also makes it. I think we love to project. And so when you're young, when you're in your 30s and you win a Super Bowl, we can start talking about how many are you, you going to win six? If you're 55 when you win your first Super Bowl, no one's talking about are you going to win six. I mean, you got you do technically, you got time, but you got to win them in like a 15-year span. McVay, John, if you, he's not 40 yet, which means if he just coaches, first of all, is he going to coach at least 70? Like, is that going to happen? A, let's say it is because that's just what coaches tend to just keep coaching. But let's say he does. His his next contract guy is going to be so big. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be huge. 
and uh, he, you know, the only thing that's going to stop him is like, does it get stale, and does he decide that he can make as much money doing Monday Night Football? <laughs> you know, if, if if he gets tired of it. But if he wins a Super Bowl, if he's one of the best coaches in the league, and he just wins a Super Bowl every six years, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's not forty yet. Parcells just so, looked it up was was forty five when he won his first Super Bowl, but he kind of looked a little younger. Yeah, and that I, wouldn't you say forty five in the mid eighties feels kind of like mid thirties now. They're like millennials. You always think younger guys are coming. No, I'm just because it was just harder for younger people to get jobs back in the day. It just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I just think you start thinking if you win yeah. one before you're 40, are you going to win five? Are you going to? Are we watching yeah. what's going to turn out to be one of the greatest coaches of all time? That's I mean, that's what being young helps create. Is like well, so especially in a in a in his city, right? Right. I mean, it's the city of stars, and he in the, in the city of the Dodgers of of SC football of the Lakers and LeBron and Hollywood, and he would immediately become just a. Uh, Someone everyone's gonna want to become get their hands on. I, I, I'd have to check his age, but anything you've ever read or heard about, like that, kind of happened to Pat Riley. Now Pat was from Kentucky, like he was already kind of a big deal, but he became Pat fucking Riley in L.A. in Hollywood. McVeigh gonna start wearing uh, suits, expensive double. But he does. I mean, have you seen what he wears to the games? Like he's got a three piece. He looks pretty good. Yeah, but I, <laughs> you know, I. I there's a natural element with that. You know, he's dating a supermodel. Does he, or not, not a supermodel, but I think she's a, I don't know what she is, but does he have a couple models in the next couple years? He just becomes. My thing with him is, do you think it's hard for him to find pants that fit? Because his, I mean, his thighs are obviously, I mean, he obviously squats, like he squats, right? You think he works out every day? He better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't, I'm going to be so pissed. Because you think he's like 32 waist, but he's got thick thighs. Well, his his pants, like they, they're very yeah. tight. And I'm looking at him, they're like Lulu. They're not like super skinny jeans. I think he's just jacked. Yeah, uh, he I think just, he's jacked too. You know, I mean, he, uh, but, but again, dudes that like, you know, uh, just hit the gym to look good, like, I don't, do they squat as much as they bench? Like, he clearly to me squats. I, I, I just think there's an element. And we forget full this scouting report here on McVay. Yeah, because there's never been a football coach. I mean, Pete was the last one. You become a like Bruce Bochy, really big deal. Won three fucking Super Bowls. He's not like a rock star. We don't really do that around here, right? Like Tommy Lasorda, Pat Riley, Harbaugh Pete Carroll. Was, though. Who Harbaugh was around here? A rock star. He was. He was a rare one, but. He left so fast, but it, it was like yeah, a real was, rock star. It was, would. It, he soon. was a rock star. Gone too he, soon. He he was a rock star, and I think McVeigh will immediately become like what Harbaugh was for a short period of time, uh, and what Pat Riley became, what Phil Jackson was in L.A., what Pete Carroll. It, it's gonna it goes to another level, and I think L.A. and New York are like that. Harbaugh was a. It's to me like I don't know if Kyle. Let's say he wins a Super Bowl. He'd be a really big deal, but I don't know if he'd even have quite the gym. Like the gym's an all. I think Jim's an outlier. I, I agree with you. Uh, speaking of uh, getting in early on a uh, great product like like young young Sean McVay, it's great to have ease 
as a part of the podcast, John. We told you about it. We've been telling you about it. And we would encourage you to jump in on it, whether you're already an active Ease user or not. When you go to EAZE.com and use our promo code HAM, you get $20 off your order with that promo code. It's the best delivery platform to get the best legal license and fully tested marijuana products delivered to you in this great state of California as long as you're 21 or over. Yeah, that's the key. 21 or over. Uh, Ease par- E-A-Z-E partners with a dispensary near you. So you're helping out local businesses. I actually had someone that listened to the podcast yesterday tweet out me and say, I own a dispensary down in LA. I'm fired up to have you guys on board. I say, God damn it. I love impact in the community. Yes. We are on board guys. That's awesome. So you just go to, I, I, I'm a big sour diesel guy doing the, using the pen. Uh, they obviously have different edibles, you know, actual marijuana cannabis to deliver to you. I, again, I'm a sour diesel pen guy. They deliver it to your house. If they're not in your county, they will be in your county soon. Like I've been saying, they're coming to Contra Costa County. Check out eaze.com. That's eaze.com for regular discounts and price drops. Gets $20 off, guy. $20 off your delivery. Promo code HAM. That's what we hang our hat on this show. Promo code HAM. That's right. Promo code HAM. Super Bowl's coming up. If you haven't tried it yet, what a great chance to start. Uh, we did find out. We got answered the question about where Little Armenia is. What would you say? Fairfax? Yeah. In Mid-City. Uh, I, I got I got some more research for you, John. This from uh, USA Today. Also, you get free delivery over $50. Oh, that's right. And come on. That's easy to get there. Uh, USA Today survey. They polled more, uh, more than 650 professional chefs around the country. All members of the... ACF, of course, John, the American Culinary Federation. They asked him, what are the trendiest items for 2019? Number two on the list, a zero-waste kitchen. That's a big deal. <laughs> but number one on the list, what 77%. Does that mean? What does zero-waste kitchen mean? I don't know. Like all your avocado scraps turn into like entrees the next day? I'm not sure. Uh, but 70%, I, just, I think it means you use more than you throw out. I got you. 70% of uh, the uh, American Culinary Federation chefs said that CBD drinks are the trendiest item for 2019. They coming, go. dog. They coming. And go. Middlecoff, Haberman, Ham are providing with our friends, partners, at ease. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? What, can we, do we need to get the score predictions in here for the Super Bowl? I, it's just, or I waffling. mean, I, you know, Levitard, I think, does a pretty good rant on like, how stupid just predictions like of course no one knows shit it's, i know? know once i realized that i became a lot more comfortable making predictions yeah but i mean it's but the one like, you get you know, right I'm, is like i try to tell everybody i've been saying this for weeks you know what happens what, what's been happening a lot to me it's differently to talk gambling than talk like score predict like i yeah 30 I, to 32 I, well t- i totally agree because the question is always is this a good game or not is it a high scoring game or a low scoring game like these are things that you can watch and have a feeling for what's going to happen but Two things that are happening right now, John, in this world. One is everybody uses the phrase, what I like to call. Now, these teams, he's really good throwing to open receivers. I like to call it spatial accuracy. Like, everybody does these I like to call things, and it's driving me nuts. give themselves some personal vanity of intelligence. That's right. Like, you know, this is what I like to call RPOWs. They're run-pass options where the quarterback could walk for a first down. It's an RPOW. Like, all kinds of weird shit like that. Have and you the, ever actually heard that one? 
No, I just made that one up. I'm pretty proud of it. I was like, God, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> the, Is that true? The, the ease read must have uh, opened up my brain. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that everybody does is I've been saying, I, you know, I've been saying this. I do it. I've, I'm guilty of it, too. I've been saying this. It's like, yeah, I've been saying it on this podcast and I've been tweeting it as if, like, I'm the only person on earth that's been saying the Patriots are going to win by two touchdowns. Um, but I haven't been saying that. So, anyway, I don't know why I went on that rant, but uh, uh, not even a rant. I, yeah, what do you think? I actually have just talked myself in into the Rams. To, I, I'm kind of rooting for the Rams because I want McVeigh just to become Pat Riley of football. <laughs> like I, I'm here for him. I, I mean, I was gonna, I'm gonna sound like my dad. This is like, a philosophical You go on Letterman, shift. and I'm like, fuck, Letterman hasn't been on the air in like five years, ten years. I mean, when's, what year did Letterman retire? Like twelve. You know, I was like, he'll go on Letterman. They don't want, no, where would he go? He'd probably get his own show on Netflix. He'd go on the Haberman and Milkoff podcast. We welcome, he's welcome. Um, this is a philosophical shift for you because you and I have always been in the same boat. Like, take, Would you have him on if he said, I got to do it at 4.30 in the morning? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, we have always been in the same boat, John, which is we root, as long as greatness exists, we want to see more greatness. But you're saying you, you want to see the Patriots lose. But their greatness has already happened. Right? Well, I know, but but part of the greatness is going to be: is this thing going to last longer than anybody actually thinks it's going to last? Like that's but part I, but of. I, but I would imagine you, you don't. Once Babe Ruth became Babe Ruth and won a World Series, I don't need him to win the World Series every year as long as he's playing. I, we've already won. There's Them no, playing no, this game. There's, there's no doubt. But I do think what's I think what's being underappreciated right now is that yes, Brady and Belichick have reached a ceiling that we think there's no ceiling to the ceiling. But as Michael said, the ceiling is the roof. They can keep building, and I and I don't think we like if they if they win the Super Bowl, we're going to think they're going to win the next Super Bowl. And right now, today, as we sit here at the end of January, the beginning of February, I don't think anyone's thinking about Brady with two more rings. But it's in play if he wins this one. And I, well, and I, I, I don't win or lose, think they're going to be the favorite next year. I just don't think we've stretched our minds enough. We like, like oh, they they've, they've done everything they could do. It's amazing. It can't get any better than this. Well, I bet I think it can. Like, no one's chasing down Bill Russell. Like, they're like, oh, well, Bill stopped at eight. That was good enough. Like, no, he's got more rings than fingers, and that's pretty incredible. And I don't think we just because again, how could you predict it? How could we sit here and think the Patriots are going to win two or three more? That's insane. Nobody does this. No, yeah, I'm with you. But they got to keep winning them. They got to keep winning. I'm not opposed to them winning. I'm I'm a whore. I'm I'm good either way. I might put a little cash on the Rams, just betting against the public. Yeah, but I, I I'm I, I'm unbothered by either. I do think this is a two-point game. I think this is like somebody kicks a game-winning field goal to flip the score and win. Vinatieri. Oh, he's on the Colts. Vinatieri, Vanderjack, Tucker. Do you tr- Do you know what's weird is Jim Fox's break the leg, brother Sneaky man. gets hurt. Like last year, remember they put him on IR. This year, his foot's kind of fucked up. Like, how yeah, does he get hurt? So I, I, much? I don't know. Do you notice that? I I didn't. I mean, I know. I no. I did not notice that he's an injury prone kicker. Well, I, I just usually like, like one of part of Venetari's greatness is you wouldn't be able to keep signing him right if he just wasn't always there. He doesn't get injured. Like, and I saw a picture of Greg the leg. Again, he's bald. He's kind of jacked. Like, I wonder does he lift a little? Uh, clearly, he's got the, one of the great legs we've ever seen. He's probably pretty heavy in the weight room. And I think it's like a long drive competition. If that's all you're doing, you're bound to probably get hurt. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just, 
I don't know. I he just his injury guy is one. It kind of is to keep an eye on. Like, is he is he banged up? He was on the injury report. Bad foot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.